0: All right, welcome back everyone to episode two of raising confident athletes in the digital age i'm katherine wickersham i'm back with jeff levin today um we're really excited to be filming another episode for you guys and we hope that you all enjoyed the first episode we got some good feedback on that but if you haven't listened to that episode you might want to do that before you come to this one um and as always just give us a follow or subscribe, so that way you're up to date whenever we release a new episode. So, good morning, Jeff.
1: Good morning, Catherine. how you doing?
0: Doing well, I'm doing well. How about you?
1: Can't complain, the sun's out. It's been raining in New England for days and days, so we're seeing seeing the sun.
0: I got on vacation, I got to get away from it. It didn't miss much, I heard.
1: Well, it
0: was raining. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
1: So did you want to summarize maybe the first episode really quickly for those that didn't have time to listen to it? And then we can get into the second one here.
0: Yeah. So last episode, we talked about what Jeff calls the bombardment. um, And there are major issues that have been happening essentially for the last 20 years. Um, Started right around when I was born. Um, So I'm turning 20 this week, actually. And we talked about these major issues such as school shootings, Columbine happening, kind of starting all of that, 9-11, all these things. And now we come into technology addiction and all sorts of stuff like that. And we acknowledge that it's really important for today's parents to recognize these issues, recognize that we are in unprecedented times. Kids today are growing up like no generation ever has, surrounded by such oversaturation and technology and horrible stuff happening in the news every single day. Um, And it's really important to be there for your kids to recognize this with your kids and have difficult conversations. Um, And today we kind of wanna bring that all into the present. So this past year, um, we have experienced a pandemic as everyone knows, but the pandemic has kind of exacerbated a lot of these issues that were already there, but also made things so, so difficult for children and in hand, making things very difficult for parents with them not being in school and all sorts of stuff. So, we want to touch on that, touch on how you can deal with that, some solutions. Yeah.
1: Right. So, the, the bombardment, um, think of the game you might have played back in the day with kickballs, red rubber balls with six or eight of them flying around. It was fun. Organized group dodgeball. Um, but today's, today, today, People are on, uh, how can I say this? People are on overload. I heard the, the term, not only is there a bombardment of bad news from violence to global warming and all that, and I do call it the overwhelming tragedy list, and since it's so overwhelming, nobody wants to talk about it, so I get it. Um, but um, in addition to that, there's a, there's a time famine. People are on their phones, distracted by them Time famine, a lot of distraction, a lot of bad news. So how do you protect kids? How do you nurture kids in this environment? And then you have COVID, right? Icing on the cake. And we're gonna talk about some of the phenomenon, phenomena related to COVID um, today. And we but we also, every episode, we wanna talk about solutions Parents. and we wanna gradually, if this podcast takes off as a vehicle, as a message, we wanna get Folks across these teams and across these clubs, um, installing some new ideas in their families' lives. You know that, that, and we'll talk about one of those today. So, when it comes to the when it comes to COVID, we we got a note um, from a parent who said who said two things. Um, just looking at my notes, one of them was that her nine-year-old daughter got really sad during the quarantine. Couldn't go to school. Couldn't see her friends you know, it's childhood interrupt us. And everybody listening to this dealt with the same stuff, right? So the kids' are, the, the, ki- the, the kids' bodies are gonna be back in school, but what about their hearts and minds? So um, that's one thing. And then the other point that she made was the George Floyd debacle that occurred. And that goes to what you're saying, Catherine. The news is not friendly. The news is not nice. There's just a lot of crap. There's a lot of upsetting news. From forest fires to, to violence. And, and it, it it affects kids. And so before we get into more specific solutions, backing up, last week we said, look, you know, you've got to acknowledge, if you're a parent listening to this, you've got to acknowledge that you're growing up in a really different time. And you've got to have that discussion, as it were, with yourself. You've got to acknowledge it. Don't want to just pretend it's the same childhood you had, because it isn't. And you've got to acknowledge it with your spouse if he or she is still there and, you know, you've got to talk about it. And um, and then I think let's talk about some of the other uh, ill effects of, of, of the COVID time, Catherine.
0: I think first and foremost, like everyone lost and grieved something over the pandemic. Something was lost, some experience, something, right? But no one, missed out on more than the young kids. And no one was affected more by this than the young kids. I think last episode, Jeff mentioned this over-scheduling issue that we have, um, which played against us even more when it comes to the pandemic, because these kids are so used to, okay, I get up in the morning, I go to school, I come home, I have soccer, I have a singing lesson, I have homework, I have family dinner, I have this, I have that. And then it was all gone. And so you have these kids who already don't know necessarily what to do in the free time. They can't even go out and play in their neighborhood now either. So they just have nothing. And that comes back to them leaning on technology right? So, okay, what do you do when you have nothing to do? They're going to go to whatever they have. Even if they're a young kid, a lot of them have tablets. Now they're going to go to the TV. They're going to go to this and that. And second, I think, like Jeff said, the news is so, so awful. And so, yeah, uh, anywhere from like the first 10 to 12 years of their life, they they don't find that on their own, but they notice it because it's in their house. And especially this past year, they see what's on TV. They see their parents' reaction and they pick up on that. And they realize that something is very wrong. So I think it's really important to be hyper aware of what you're watching around your kids. Definitely make them aware of the issue, have the conversations about the issue. But you would almost rather your kids hear it from you than hear it from some news outlet that is panicking and spewing all these awful issues in a a way that's not so digestible for the kids, right? They're confused. They don't understand what's going on. Talk to them about it. Be careful but playing it all the time. Playing it in front of them. Be aware and don't don't be on your phone all the time either because they're just going to mirror that.
1: No question. Yeah, the the phone is the Trojan horse. I mean, it has to be limited in your house. And you, you, Catherine, you're so right. You have to you have to be really careful what your kids are exposed to. And I think that the, the the advice in podcast one and in this one that we're now reiterating is acknowledge all this and figure out ways to protect your kids from this bombardment, you know, and if it happens across teams in this soccer club, you know, if this podcast gets popular, right. And I don't know, pick a team, 10, you girls and the moms and dads and a few of them. Hey, did you listen to that episode? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the link. Listen to that. Hey, why don't we try every night to shut off our screens in the house from it's from six to eight. No, 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 Cynthia, no screens. Mummy and daddy aren't on. We're all shutting them off. But if we can install some solutions like that across the teams or across the yeah, club, I'd love to hear from anybody listening to this that tried something that works or that wants to lead the way on the 12U boys soccer team and say, yeah, my little kids are really struggling in COVID. Let's get together twice a week and have a barbecue and play, uh, uh, you know, play soccer in the backyard with the kids. But the whole point is, the adults have allowed the culture to get super out of control. You know, I'm not pointing fingers, I'm here too, shaking my head, going, what the heck happened? But we have to be the ones on a local level to take back control.
0: The one is the community, right? So that's really what we try and foster here more than being a sports team, being a soccer club, everyone knows if you're a member of this club we don't our number one priority is not winning games our number one priority is not get even getting kids sports scholarships and this and that it's more about connecting with the kids making sure the individual person is okay developing them as individuals but also developing this community this like wanders family of like-minded individuals people who want to hang out together, want to have a get together, want to help each other out, right? Like being a parent isn't easy right now either. And we have this community, parents who are all experiencing the same thing. So lean on each other, help each other's kids, all that sort of stuff. We have a great group here and we can foster something.
1: The podcast, right. The podcast should be the hub of this growth that we're building a ship as we sail it in a very new time. You no, know, nobody listening to this grew up with any of the phenomena on the, on the overwhelming tragedy list. Nobody did. No, nobody grew up with phones, global warming, time famine, political, unbelievable political divisiveness. The truth is a moving target. There's an opiate epidemic. Uh, it goes on and on. There's a pandemic. It goes on and on. And the kids, I implore people listening to this, get in touch with Catherine and or me and come on this podcast and let's generate some hubbub about the need for adults. You know, you mentioned loss. This generation has lost the gift of growing up with the following, um, uh, what will I say? The following possibility in the air, right? When, when we grew up 30, 40 years ago, the messaging was, Catherine, you'll be fine, honey. Dust yourself off, we'll figure it out. Oh, you got a C-minus in AP bio? So what, Better. we'll do better next right? The messaging was you can be anything you want to be. The messaging today is you better, you, you have to grow up in this narrow band, get those grades, have that boyfriend, have that iPhone, look, have that shirt. I mean, I must tell you a story. And it was in the Wanderers Club. It was a team of teenage girls, 14 or 15, right? And a girl in this, in this outfit, I don't know which team it was, told me the following story on Snapchat, it's important that you post as a teenage girl, bikini pictures. So I know where this story's going and I'm cringing, right? And so, yeah, we all have to post them. And of course I'm going, you have to, well, yeah, we are. And my friend's a little heavy and she posted her bikini picture and surprise, surprise, she got crucified online by all these other girls from other towns or from her school or whatever. And the girl telling the story started crying in the room. Forget about the poor thing that posted a pic. You understand? So the, 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 the adults need to get control of the culture back. We need to do this stuff. We need to have these conversations. We, we need to.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no right way to do this either, right? There's no one's done this before. There's no formula. Right. There's no one right thing and this is the right way that we're going to sit here and tell you but it's about working through each individual issue with your kids and it really is as simple as being there for your kids being sensitive to the issues right i think i don't know maybe it's more my generation than the younger younger kids growing up today but i know a lot of parents were kind of like oh too bad this this that i dealt with this i dealt with this i dealt with that just be sensitive to the issues happening. We
1: all did grow up in a different time when the messaging was dust yourself off, develop some resilience and mental toughness, you'll be fine, right? But the difference now is the kids are in environments that a lot of parents don't really understand, that don't generate the ability to to develop resilience. The peer groups are, there's a lot of bullying, there's a lot of pressure, it's all unspoken.
0: Cyberbullying now too that wasn't around so it's constant right it doesn't stop when you go home
1: they 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 never get away from the world the the nonsense of being a kid a a early adolescent they never get away from it it's in their phone it's all morning noon and night 11 at night one in the morning they never get away from it and put the put the put the fuel get get refueled by their family's energy And half of the parents, myself included, are distracted by their emails and their phone. And and distracted parenting doesn't work. You have to acknowledge this bombardment, the overwhelming tragedy list. You can't just assume your kids are going to figure stuff out. Because their nervous system, the the, the heartbeats of kids, the, the, the hearts of kids beat 20 times more per minute than they did 20 years ago. And that's a medical fact shared by me with Tom Seaman, MD. He's a pediatrician in Danvers. He looked it up. The kids are more anxious. The suicide rate's up 60%. The depression, anxiety, it's all through the roof. So the the clarion Paul Revere call here is we got to do something about it.
0: Right. So let's go back to this past year, right? Because those are kind of that's been happening forever but let's talk about maybe how this year has taken away the element of distraction even right like i know growing up like if i if i got to go to soccer like it's the best possible escape and for a while kids didn't have that thank god fellsway wanders was going pretty much through all of that but there was a time last spring where kids kids had no escape, they had no distraction from these issues. And then during that exact same time is when the George Floyd issue is going on. Um, I also think it is important to recognize that we went through a historic election this year, and there was a lot, a lot of divisiveness and a lot of polarizing opinions and. Kids pick up on that especially when it's almost most prevalent in your home right because that's where you're going to be talking about it most with the people the people you're comfortable with but the kids they don't understand everything that's going on but they understand that something isn't right
1: Mm -hmm. well you've mentioned two things the kids have no outlet no escape no no pathway towards going to have fun and figuring stuff out and connecting with their friends it's awful and then Right. The news media's on and maybe dad's upset about, maybe there's divisiveness in the house. Maybe mom thinks it's awful that guys invaded the Capitol and maybe dad, you know, who knows? But the whole point is the holding environment, which is a psychoanalytic term, right? Of a mom holding a child or a dad, the holding environment has been roundly um, degraded. You know, it's clear to kids that grownups aren't, it's clear to kids that things, some stuff is wrong. And if the grown-ups don't acknowledge it, it makes it that much worse, right? It's like growing up in a house with leaky roofs and rodents running around and nobody says anything. So I'll go back to it. Acknowledge it, talk about it. Shut screens off, connect with parents on your kid's team.
0: Yeah, I think let's propose... A couple other solutions, such as, obviously, we've said a thousand times, talk about it, but even take that time after you've acknowledged it. Don't just get up from the table and everybody goes back to their regular lives. Spend time with your kids, family game night, family dinner. I know growing up, I always had family dinners, no phones at the table, and I still know phones at the table and it's one of the most beneficial things. And even like, I've come to realize if I just spend like three or four hours away from my phone and not even near me, I feel so much better. And I know not everybody, your younger kids maybe don't have that same sort of attachment and reliance to the phone, but there's still a stuff and they still need their parents and their parents have that reliance to their phone. Um, so yeah, I think take the time to acknowledge it, but then after you take the time to acknowledge it, or even just throughout the week, have the family dinner without the phone, limit the screen time, but don't just tell your kid to get off your, their phone and then not spend time with them. Spend time with your kids, come up with fun new activities, right? Even if, even when COVID everything goes away, your kids still should have you and obviously also have Falseway Wanderers, two-hour escape a couple times a week, connect with kids, connect with other adults. That's really important. I know we talk about not overscheduling your kids, but also make sure that they are still involved in something like a team sport or any sort of group activity, a play, an art class, something that's going to get them away from their phone around other kids, but doesn't put too much pressure on them as well.
1: I think all that advice is terrific. I mean, the, 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 I suppose the challenge is the culture has changed so much so quickly that, you know, as you said, if we have the formula to fix this, we'd both be billionaires. You know, we're really building this ship as we sail it. And we, and again, I won't, this is the last time I promised, but we'd love to hear from some of you parents.
0: Well, yeah, I think we heard from someone, we got an email, right? And I think there was a really powerful quote in there. So this parent wrote in, we're going to allow them to remain anonymous. um, But they said, I really have no idea how to parent, but I've learned so far that we just figure it out as we go. Um, And do we're all doing the best we can. And I think that's really powerful. I think that's A lot of what parenting is, especially this past year, especially in unprecedented times, like I said, there is no right way to do this. And don't beat yourself up if you feel like you've messed up or you feel like you don't know how to do this because the truth is no one knows how to do it. We're not supposed to know how to do this. Things aren't supposed to be like this. Um, And I think it's just really powerful. All you can do is do your best and be there for your kids. And that's what we've been Reiterating over and over again, but I think it's just important to recognize that not no one knows exactly how to do this in the exact right way, because if they did, things would be a whole lot easier. But just do your best.
1: Because we need energy to take back the culture in the club, in the homes. Um, we need we need we need the safety in numbers. We need people. We need energy. We need the conversation.
0: Right. Or if there's something specific that you want us to touch on or that you felt you and your family or your kid is experiencing. You don't necessarily have to come on here and say that, but reach out to us, let us, know, let us know the issue. So maybe we can help or even just, I think acknowledging the issue, acknowledging that what parents are feeling right now is valid. The same way we need to acknowledge what kids are going through is valid, what parents are feeling and that feeling of maybe not knowing exactly what to do is valid, but you just gotta do the next right thing and hopefully we can help a little bit with that. Yeah, and I think a lot, Fellsway Wanderers has a lot of um, strategies and solutions in place and in possibly the next episode or the next couple episodes, we wanna um, have a staff member to come on and we're gonna discuss how exactly we do that so people have a better understanding of how we're doing that here, um, about how we can implement these things at home, or even if you're like a school teacher listening to this, some of the things that we have found that have worked out well for us and how we're able to help kids out and create this community where kids do feel safe um, is really important.
1: No, that sounds good. And the one thing I'll uh, we can leave it with is if you think about what's the biggest difference between your kids experience now and what you experienced as a kid? It, most people will say, yeah, I was never this busy. I wasn't overscheduled. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have to deal with all this bad news. You know, when you really think about that difference and let it fuel your conversation with yourself and with your spouse and with your kids and start acknowledging it and get in touch with us.
0: Yeah. So if you're someone listening to this, who also doesn't know, what Way Wonders is. I know we've acknowledged it a couple of times, but if we're reaching any new audiences, we are a soccer club based in Massachusetts. We have North Shore, Greater Lowell locations, um, Metro North as well. Um, and we are really focused on helping the person and the player develop versus maybe the whole toxic club culture we kind of trying to work against. We are not Putting pressure on kids to um, to win or to score all these goals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> One of the sayings we joke about here is, "Why pay someone to yell at your kids?" So we're not going to be the club with the screaming coach on the sideline. We're going to be the club who's having all the events. We had all of our teams on their own, or most of them had end-of-the-year parties and cookouts that they scheduled amongst themselves. Parents came, kids came, coaches came, and they all hung out together, right? So these are real communities that we're creating. We had an end-of-the-year cookout with the whole club, and people donated stuff, and we're, we're working on building a field. We have a kick wall with our players' names carved into it. We're really focused on creating this community. So if you're interested in that or just interested in what we're doing, like what we're doing, definitely check us out. Fellswaywanderers.club. Club. Um, if you are a Fellsway Wanderers parent, obviously thank you for being a part of our community. But if you have any questions, concerns, etc., you can email me, Katherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N at Wanderers dot club or um felswaywanderers at gmail.com. Yeah, Jeff, do you want to give your info one more time?
1: 603-496-0305 or jeff at jefflevincoaching.com. Jeff with a J, Levin, L-E-V-I-N.
0: Yeah, and you have a website as well, right? With more information about you. What is that?
1: jefflevincoaching.com.
0: So definitely check us out if you're interested, um, follow or subscribe to this podcast. So that way you're able to keep up with our episodes. If you leave a review, that's also super helpful. Um, obviously if you liked it, (laughs) um, or if you reach out to us, let us know that you're enjoying it, share this with people. I think that's one thing that we didn't say last time, but I think This is really important stuff, we're talking about it. I don't think everyone else is talking about this. I don't think there's a lot of this out there and I think there needs to be more of it. And I think the most people that we can reach, the better. So share this, if you know a parent that's struggling, if their kid is struggling, or if you just think that someone might find this useful, a school teacher, another coach, whatever, share this, get this out there. Like I said, we have our own Wonders community, but we're looking to even build more of a community off of this podcast. And like Jeff said, we would love to hear from people. Want to come on? Great. If you just have a question, an issue that you want to share, this is a great space to do that. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you, Jeff. Um, Thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you again next week.
1: See you guys.